If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Hear ye, hear ye. Year he, year he. It's Pat Pacrates. Pato. Patocracies. Patocracies. I have a philosophical question. Okay. Imagine me in a toga. Ooh. So the, let's just clear some rules so nobody thinks I'm just a raging misogynist. <laughs> the term, this is a man's world. We can agree that in terms of society, mm-hmm. how it's been historically, mm-hmm. it's been very men-favored. Mm-hmm. Men make all the male rules. Male-dominated. Male-dominated, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, I'm, I'm a man. I'm, I, make, I make all the, I do the work and I go to the sawmill and I mm-hmm. uh, hit the assembly line and I come home and my woman cooks and cleans. And all men are alphas. That mm-hmm. kind of thing, right? <laughs> Do you think that the man-woman hierarchy is based solely around penises and vaginas? <laughs> like dick measuring contests no, no. going against each other? Who has what? I'll ask differently. If everything was the same in terms of, I guess, men being bigger, stronger, all that kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. but y'all had dicks. (laughs) (laughs) We had vaginas and we got pregnant. This is patocracies. But think about it. Did you say, but think about it? But think about (laughs) it. Is that, would everything be the same? Would men still be? It would it still be male dominated? Would it still be men making all the rules? I do the work. I blah 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 blah. If we were getting fucked, <laughs> yes. Or do you think it's I a think whole so. bunch of other stuff, and that's just a small part of it? No, I I think if if you guys are like bigger and stronger, so you still have that part of the anatomy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. So you think it's, it's more of a strength thing, but. If you was smashing us, getting running trains on us, we was getting pregnant. Y'all was leaving us. Oh, you guys have wombs. Yeah, like like you have the entire female reproductive. But everything else was the same. Oh no, things would be different. So if you guys could bear children, things would absolutely be different because then you'd you'd be having periods, and you know, yeah, you would understand a lot more about life. So from a woman's perspective. So that is now. a that is the the biggest part. Well, when you, I guess I should have considered the fucking yeah. But when you say the reproductive system, now you're going into a different lane. So I think there would have to be certain, you know, exceptions for you guys and you know, things that if we never had a period, we never had to take that time off and deal with that hormonal imbalance mm-hmm. around that time. Some people's PMS lasts for two weeks, you know. So imagine half of the month, your home hormones are just out of whack. Thank God mine doesn't. Um, I don't Interesting. Really have, uh, I thought so. Because, like, 
I feel like we were taught like men are bigger and men are stronger. So in caveman days, they were the hunter gatherers and they, mm-hmm. you know, the, the women farmed or whatever. If we <laughs> caveman really, women, if women were doing. really ruled the world, I think the world would be a better place. Because I was thinking like, y'all ain't. We ain't that much stronger than y'all. Like, there's clear, like, uh, you know, obvious, like, the big bodybuilder dude and the smallest woman. There's an obvious difference between that. But, like, and I know this is coming from not the biggest, strongest dude, but I feel like, I don't know. I don't think it is a strength thing. Do you agree that men are the evil, evil in this world? The numbers are pointing to yes. (laughs) I think about, so, if... If you leave somewhere, a party at night Mm -hmm. by yourself and they tell you to be careful outside of drinking and driving or whatnot, if you're walking home, Mm -hmm. would they say be careful because of a woman attacking you or more than likely they're saying be careful because of men out Are you talking there. about me specifically? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, not too specifically. No, I get like, what you're saying. Yes, I'm they're saying absolutely like, talking if, about if they, a man could, you know. Right. So whenever they tell us, oh, I'll walk you to the car. Like, yes, it's a man walking me to the car, but it's to protect me from other men that are around. Yeah. Um, chances are they're what not really. What city are you in? <laughs> chances are they're not really walking me to my car to protect me from a random woman walking down the street. You would agree or you don't agree. Yeah. <laughs> Like yeah. I said, there's some there's some places where a group of women catch you slipping. <laughs> yeah, you don't but want that problem either. If if a, if a group of women caught me slipping, it's uh, chances are I know them. There we've had some sort of exchange before, but I don't typically see women just going around attacking other women yeah, yeah, that yeah. they have no dealings, don't know at all. Mm-hmm. You know, haven't done nothing to them. I agree. Um, but you definitely have seen that with men most of the well could you also make the, uh, the the argument that since it's been male dominant since i guess the beginning of time <laughs> i don't know what era uh i'm leaving out <laughs> <laughs> but since women never had the chance to dominate could you argue that we don't know how evil y'all could be <laughs> because i think we do and there are some there are some women that are evil there are just evil people yeah Yeah. i don't think that's a gender thing but you are right the numbers point to men being the but that's why i was thinking like if the if the the parts were swapped that changes Mm -hmm. a lot of dynamics in society now all of a sudden y'all are smashing us y'all are you know (laughs) Y- y'all if are inserting, giving us a whole bunch of babies. Know. Like how how powerful that might change is your... how powerful is the dick? Well, that's what I'm saying. It For might change you... your dynamic with everything else because now you guys are moving a little different because now y'all doing the fucking, <laughs> and now our periods are making us go through everything y'all got to go through. Like tell us to chill out. I think it would be out. a change of the guards. Mm. I think if the, the 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 pussy and the dick was swapped. Everything else would fall in line. You think so? I do. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. It. It could. It could. But I still see like 
I don't know. Even if you have a pussy, I still might want you to take the trash out. <laughs> I still might want you, you know, I still might call you to do That's some hilarious. of the heavier lifting and all that. So if I have to depend on you to do well, things shit. like that. Since you're you know, the man of the house, <laughs> you're doing all the fucking. I'm the big you dick can, in town. You could do that. You could be like, hey, take this trash <laughs> take out. Take the trash out. I don't know. It seems Wash like my shoes. Having a pussy is pretty hard. That's what it seems like. But when I say how powerful is dick, I'm asking, like, how much control does it have over you? This, we don't know. We just see men doing some crazy stuff. Well, I mean, since since we evolved from just swapping dicks and pussies to, like, whole anatomies, I think there's, like, (laughs) testosterone and all this stuff that makes us want to fight, whereas Mm -hmm. the the maternal side of you guys makes you guys just want to have common sense and not do all the stuff we're doing. So you think we would be more aggressive if we had penis? Hell yes. Yeah? That's why I think that's what I think would be one of the things that would follow. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, nigga. Mm-hmm. And then you guys can say "suck my dick." Yeah. Oh, you guys would be oh, unstoppable. Cardi B already says that, and she God. asserts dominance every time she does. <laughs> <laughs> Suck these balls. Did we get the balls too? Yeah. What okay. the hell? What we would just have a pussy with balls still on it? <laughs> I never thought about that visual until now. Pussy with balls. Pussy balls. <laughs> You like my pussy balls? That's wild. Would it be coming out of the pussy Pals. or on the bottom like us? Pauls? I think it would be on the Pals. bottom. That'd be dope if it was coming out of the pussy. Why would that be dope? And it's like a fusion dance of sexual organs. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> what if someone had a penis coming out of their vagina? That'd be crazy. Isn't that just a big clit? No, I'm talking about a full vagina. With a penis coming out of it, like uh, like alien. Mm-hmm. But you get, you get the best of both worlds. That'd be solid. That'd be solid. Kufer, <laughs> <laughs> let's start the show. <laughs> All right, Threadheads, y'all ready for this? Mm-hmm. Mine is exploring friendship. Oh, and the deal breakers that come with. Oh it. my god! <laughs> you thought this was some wholesome shit. Oh. What are your non-negotiables when it comes to friendship? The tweet is this. What are y'all deal breakers in a friendship? I really want to know. Damn. Okay. Mind is another. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, But the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's communication text. You love those. And it's a really quick one, though. Um, And, yeah, it's a miscommunication text. And this time it's from a woman, and her tweet is, LOL, never mind. I like the mysteriousness. Yes. You go. It's not Rochambeau. I've been losing. Yeah, you're going to lose. Okay, so she says, LOL. I would have did that one too. LOL, never mind. He says, I'll be on my way in a few. She says, okay, let me know when you need my address. He says, oh, uh, I had no idea I was supposed to pick you up, to be honest. And she says, are you joking? And he says, no, well, what's your address? She doesn't respond. He says, or not, question mark. She says, that's okay. Enjoy your buddy's birthday weekend. He said, not me with a whole car packed for a picnic, but all right. 
So that's the conversation. They're going to a picnic? Who gets in an argument on the way to a picnic? <laughs> well, they weren't on the way yet. So it, there's a couple of things missing. Like if, yeah, if if you're going to a picnic, then it's kind of a harder meetup spot. <laughs> you know? That seems so, like somewhere you would... Um, you would ride together. Ride together, yeah. You would ride together. So, but... I don't know if this is a first date or not. It sounds like it's not because she's saying enjoy your buddy's birthday weekend. So if you weren't invited to his buddy's birthday picnic, picnic, picnic? weekend, maybe then then maybe they have dealings with each other. Read the read the original confusion over the address after she says, I'll send you my address. He says, I'll be on my way in a few. She mm-hmm. says, okay, let me know when you need my address. He says, oh, uh, I had no idea I was supposed to pick you up, to be honest. She says, are you joking? And he says, no, but what's your address? She doesn't respond. He says, or not. Oh, uh, she tripping. And she says, that's okay. Enjoy your buddy's birthday weekend. But remember, her original caption is, LOL, never mind. So it's basically like... Uh, She's difficult. Yeah. She's difficult. I wouldn't want to hang out with her anyway, (laughs) because if it wasn't that, it would be something else stupid. Because it would be one thing if he was like, oh, I'm not not picking you up. Right. All he said was like, oh, I didn't know I was supposed to be picking you up. Never mind. What's your address? You know, I mean, the only reason to say that is to maybe float out the hint of like, I don't know if it's a gas money thing or or just like a too far. I'm not trying to drive all the way over there or just like you trying to meet there. Right. But I think his his immediate saying, all right, for sure. Mm-hmm. From that to go to A, we're not hanging out today. And B, what it sounds like is we're, we're not hanging out again. Like enjoy right. your weekend, even though we were doing a picnic today. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like she was just like, well, forget everything then because you're not picking me up. The all or nothing thinking is what gets me. It's like, if it's not perfect, then forget it. It's like, come on, be realistic. It was was about to be a picnic. That that picnic was going to end in an argument because of her in some form or fashion. Yeah, because it's like he tried to rectify the problem. Which was, he didn't know he was picking you up, but now he's adjusting to say, okay, now he's going to make a stop to come get you, and y'all going to go mm-hmm. and be on your way. No big deal. Yeah. Problem solved. But she's like, <laughs> And then she mind. posted. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. it's it, whoever posts the conversation is usually the problematic person. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> so, one of the comments says, to be fair, he did try to fix the situation, and he was honest, which we love to see. She shouldn't have expected him to come get her so early in the quote-unquote situation because he didn't need to know her address at that point. It's safer these days to meet up, and that way, if things go left, you can always have your own means of transportation. Definitely safer, but if you didn't know the address, it's too early to be tripping. Right. Right. So it's like, and then, who's to say, like, if he don't know where you live at all, who's, what if he lived, like, in Beverly Hills and you live... It makes no sense. Right, in Inglewood and y'all going to Redondo Beach. Like, well, he would come pick her up. But yeah, I was about to say, that makes perfect I, no, sense. No, what if... Opposite. She live in Beverly Hills. He so live he in Inglewood. So he would have to go all the way to Beverly Hills to right. pick her up and then go to the beach at Redondo Beach. Like, 
And if that was the case and she was mad at that, tripping. Right. It's like, girl, yeah, relax. She was, it's not even really like a back and forth argument. Is there anybody who's defending her? Uh, somebody says, so she was supposed to pick him up and supply all the stuff for the picnic? Who said that? She was supposed to pick him uh, up? <laughs> that wasn't the case. That's the, I'm, that's the only <laughs> That's the only one I see so far that's actually, you know, on her side. The rest says, and he thought he was respecting her privacy by not assuming she lets every guy know where she lives. My guess. And she fumbled because he never pressed it. Obviously, we got to use our words at these big ages. That's ridiculous. Um. Somebody said, genuine love and respect when dating is already hard enough to find for most people. The fact that the man was ready with a picnic and happy to pick her up were all green flags. Sis really fumbled the bag. Embarrassing. Dumb. Very dumb. Right. Um, and somebody said, how do we really know he had a picnic, though? I've encountered a few men who'd say something like that, knowing full and well they never intended on doing it. They just want you to regret your decision, so hopefully you change your mind or just want you to feel like you missed out on something you were never going to get to begin with. Dang, they have a horrible outlook on dating. Was that a dude? Nope. So they were saying, they were basically saying she never really wanted to date him anyways? No, basically saying there's a lot of guys who will say, oh, we're going to do this and then don't do that. They'll do something different. They'll switch in a old bait and switch type, you know. That really does happen a lot, huh? It Yeah, bait and switches happen. Like we go to dinner and it's like, ah, oh, never mind. We go into my house and oh, fuck my it. House, my house, I'm going to cook for you. That's wild. And then the girl will get flack. For being I like, remember that. No. We did that, right? Yeah. We did that one where they were supposed to go out. And he cooked instead. He said, I want to cook instead. And she was like, but I wanted to go out. You said we were going out. But she received all the heat for that. But it's like, I agreed with her. If we going out, let's go out. If you want to cook, then chances are if you cooking, I'm not coming over in a going out outfit. But <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm coming over in a... I might come over in my my trench coat, my my hat, my Carmen San Diego, my sexy red fedora with my red. Ain't nobody trying to see that damn Kung Lao ass hat. (laughs) (laughs) Now, everybody in the comments was with you because nobody is turning you away because of the hat. But I'm assuming that the hat would be unnecessary. Would you really say anything about the hat if she pulled up in it? Me? Absolutely. You would like it. I, I would make fun of it. You would like it. I would tease it. I wouldn't make fun of it. Not <laughs> so trying to talk myself out the draws. I've done that plenty of times in my life. <laughs> you talked yourself out the draws? Any dude who oh, says he hasn't is lying his butt off. Is there any memorable ones that you... I need to hear this. Um, None that come to mind. It's not just like, Sheila. <laughs> but, I mean, between me joking too much and they're trying to get to it or me just... Oh, shit. Yeah, just not picking up on stuff. I've absolutely ruined my uh, good time for my, my peen. No way. Joking too much and she was ready to fuck mm-hmm. Patrick. <laughs> Some of y'all got to use your words, too. <laughs> well, I mean, if 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 you could talk your way out of the draws or joke your way out of the draws, then it sounds like 
Oh, I do have a memorable one before because it was funny. Okay, I had yeah when I when I was in college, um, I had a bunch of people over at my apartment, and I guess one of the one of my closest homegirls had a friend who was older. She was like she wasn't like a lot older, but she was older. Like I was like eighteen, and she was like in her lower twenties, like twenty twenty one or something. Uh, so she had more like moves than me, I guess, but it was a weird move. She like was, she disappeared with my homegirl. They were like talking and then it seemed urgent. Like my homegirl like ran out of the apartment and like, it seemed like she said something and like all my friends like ran out and I was like, I was thinking, if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Like something was wrong. But then I turn around and I see the, the older chick just chilling. And I'm like, what happened? Like, is everything okay? And she was like, I don't know. But like... As a grown man now, I know exactly what she was doing. But I was like, I was like, yo, what's going on? You know, how black people run. I'm like, right. nigga, what's going on? So I was like calling my friend, trying to get oh. them to come back. And I eventually just like was like asked them where they were at. And um, yeah, she was, she was, she was trying to, she was trying to get it in. She organized. Oh, so them. she basically told them like, mm-hmm. it's time for y'all to go. And I was just like, what's going on? And she was like, sitting on my couch and I was like trying to figure out what happened. I mean, did she give you any like clues? Like, did um, she like unbutton a top not, button? That's what I'm saying. Button? Not like, enough. Not enough. Like, my first reaction to an emergency is, isn't, oh, let me fuck the one who stayed. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> okay. So that's not, that's not that bad because if it was a room full, if it was an apartment full of people, you go to the bathroom and then come back or go to your room and then come back and everybody's gone except one person, then you are I, anybody, unless you just a horny dog ass nigga, like anybody would be like, what the fuck happened? Well, she did say we're talking too much and then she laid it on me. But that was like while we were on the way out, so nothing happened. Oh, while you were on the way out? Yeah, it was too late. Oh, so overall, very weird situation, right? Yeah, this was I, would, I wouldn't. We yeah. sound like a bunch of kids, don't we? <laughs> we were. <laughs> I, I wouldn't. That's not too bad on your part. Yeah, I, but I mean, I, I've, I've definitely yeah. talked myself out of a lip before. <laughs> <laughs> I've right. uh, yeah, guy has talked himself out of. Oh yeah, of course we have. The the coolest thing I ever heard, which I I still think is a kind of true. Uh I feel like a lot of women give this advice now. The, you guys be saying that you know if you're going to fuck somebody within the first minute or so. Not necessarily mm-hmm. if you're going to, but if you would let them. Mm-hmm. And then the rest is just uh, that person either not fucking it up, right? Or if it's a kind of it's trying to win them over but it's usually done immediately and it's about mm-hmm. that person not ruining it is that strictly because of the physical appearance or just because like i like him i just don't want uh, it, throughout this date he just doesn't have to f- fuck this up or say something weird in my experience it's always kind of been physical like i'll look before i'll be like oh it would be nice to smash him like <laughs> you guys is that how you think smash <laughs> in, in, in my, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'd smash. I'd hit. I'll say like, oh, I'd hit. (laughs) Like, you know, but then 
you know, once you guys start talking, how that kind of rolls out. Mm-hmm. I've had a couple situations where I was like, damn, this nigga look good. And we start talking and the red flags was just like, I was like dodging them. Like, you know, uh, <laughs> and most of them come with men who are really controlling. Some of the most attractive men I've ever met in my life have this like ridiculous sense of needing to be like overly controlling. Because it's been so easy for them to do? I guess. And I've just been like, I want no parts. So if I notice like I went on a date with a guy and he was like, I'm going to marry you. It was the first date, but he, he said he wanted to marry me after the first date. And I was just like, hmm. Aye, aye, aye. That's a little intense. Like, because I wasn't fully, I wasn't, no, it wasn't, it wasn't that, it wasn't that kind of spark, Hmm. you know? Like, it was just, it was a cool date. But he was just like, yeah, I want to marry you. And I was like, hmm, I'm not ready for that. This is date one. I still got. He said it on date one? Yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So that was a little tough. And then um, another day I went on, we had gone on one date and then every day he was calling me and I I didn't want to talk to him every day. And he was and he started going the fuck off on me for not answering his call. And he was like, I want to talk to you every fucking day. Why aren't you answering my calls? Like, Yikes. yeah, I was like. I want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Talk to me. Mm-hmm. Aggressive and was, conversation. And he was so good looking. And I was like, you know, unpopular opinion. Being too good looking is a red flag. <laughs> what? <laughs> when someone is too good looking, I'll be just thinking like, what have you gotten away with? <laughs> There's got to be some weird gaping personality flaws because mm-hmm. it's undeniable. People who are ridiculously attractive they just it's like having a a cheat code they just don't live by this i know people who won't even like stand in line Mm -hmm. because it's just it to them it's like you go to ralph's and and it's not even like a oh really you're gonna let me it's just like going up and expect like expecting it and that has really weird personality like Mm -hmm. ripple effects Mm -hmm. so i'd be thinking like I be just waiting for it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm talking, not even romantically, if I'm just talking to someone who's just like insanely attractive, I'm waiting for that little kernel of corn <laughs> that's just like, oh, there you ready is. for it to pop. Because there's there's <laughs> there's definitely gonna be a huge corny part because mm-hmm. they're gonna be doing something that no one is gonna be like, don't do that. You look you look stupid, because they're mm-hmm. all gonna be like, I'm trying to fuck. And then there's gonna be the weird uh, personality issue that mm-hmm. that just came from unchecked behavior. I had one that was just super, super attractive, tall, had every everything physically that women typically go for. But he was like intense. He was just too intense. Everything was like super deep. It's always like you say, grand rising. He doesn't. He doesn't say grand rising, but he would say like, you know, I've been here, I've been there. Everything is just like 
different to me. I'm a real, you know, I'm a real nigga this, real nigga that. You know, he was paranoid all the time, always looking over his shoulder. I'm just yeah, like... He had just moved out here. So I was like, man, new ops? <laughs> like, he wasn't even from here. I'm like... You haw ops. We on a date and you like... We can't be here. We have to go somewhere else. Did he and go I'm to like, the, the military people. or prison? He had been in jail. Okay, that's fine. Mm. But... Still, it was like we couldn't even joke around. We couldn't really have fun because he was just like, Ugh, "You want to joke? You like want to joke when life is serious?" He you said know, that before. Deal. <laughs> no, I'm, oh. I'm saying like, but he has he has like you think shit is funny. Like, yeah. man, I'd be like, there yeah. are humorless relationships mm-hmm. that are crazy. I just be looking mm-hmm. at him whenever I go to dinner, <laughs> and it just be like, <laughs> "What are you doing today?" Oh, this okay. What are you doing tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Life. It's like how Bob was in The Incredibles at work. How he's just like, have you seen The Incredibles? I have. I don't know what you're talking about. Though. You don't know Bob? The... I don't remember small details oh, of movies. At work, he was just like. Well, that's Here's your life point. sucking. I think that's different. I'm saying like just like bore. Their, oh, yeah. their personalities were just bore. But that this guy was so intense, and I'm like, I'm on edge when I'm like, <laughs> when I'm like around this energy. Like, I, don't see I how have people to leave can this. Talk to each other without humor. Yeah, it's tough. That's just off. What What do people talk about? Like just off stuff uh, that's actually happening. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know if you can't joke. Like if you can't, that's pretty. Insane. Aren't there studies about people being able to joke and laugh and having like better health because you laugh oh, and I, shit like that. I absolutely believe that. If you if you spend your life crying and spend your life laughing, I bet mm-hmm. the crier goes earlier. Definitely. They say stress can kill you. All right. Let's get to this. Tragical. Not, ironically, not very funny uh, <laughs> thread. Oh, yours is about red flags, huh? Our non-negotiables when it comes to friendship. Yes, let's hear it. What's y'all deal breaker in a friendship? I really want to know. First one, pillow talking to your boyfriend or girlfriend about my business. Aw. That's tough because that's that's usually the person who knows everything. That's pretty normal. As soon as I feel an ounce of competing or comparing, it's a wrap. You not me and I don't want to be you, so what's that about? I think that's the that's the number one killer of good friends. Cause I feel like a lot I've I see a lot of friends who I can tell aren't real friends, you know, Mm -hmm. especially being in the industry. It's like people who you become friends with on the same path as you to a goal Mm -hmm. are usually just there with you, you know? But if I I say that all the time, like people who meet each other. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. 
It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. In the acting world or meet each other in the stand-up comedy world, get surprised when one of them go accelerates and then mm-hmm. the other person switches up. It's mm-hmm. like, well, I all, that's the first thing I ask is like, where'd y'all meet? And then if they tell me school or somewhere unrelated, I'll be like, oh, okay, that could have been something genuine because you right. guys chose to stick to each other. But if you guys met on, on in the stand-up circuit, mm-hmm. then you guys just enjoyed each other's company while you were doing that. Mm-hmm. But as soon as something happens, that 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 live love or like could turn into envy, jealousy, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And that's that's usually what happens with with friends. That's why I never wanted to move in with any of my best friends. Because mm-hmm. growing up I would see the best of friends as soon as they Fall move out. in together, they start finding out too much about each other and then done. <laughs> <laughs> It's like that's why that's why I couldn't understand people who would like get engaged and stuff without without living together. Dating first. Like no, not dating. <laughs> living together. First. Uh, it's like you really don't know somebody until you spend that kind of time with them. And if that, you that video we saw that was just like all those morning noises. It's like, <laughs> <all right. laughs> They're like, Oh my god, who is this? <laughs> <laughs> find out that you've been uh dating a bear <laughs> right so it's like yeah and then uh, for me when when it, it comes to the whole competing thing like it's like that that cannot be a part of friendship yeah so there are some like i've talked about this with like pretty friend groups like sometimes the reason it's hard for them to truly get along is because of all the attention that they want from niggas. Like a lot of times men is the the root of the problem between these women because it's like some women in the group want attention from all the guys. And it'd be like if there was one that you was interested in, but he's interested in your other pretty friend or some niggas want to knock the whole group down. So Mm -hmm. it'll like one guy (laughs) can tear up a whole like superficial. And meanwhile, that guy is like, I'll hit any of them. (laughs) I was just talking to the one that was talking to me back. And everyone else is like, wow, not me. Right, right. (laughs) And then it's like, oh, so what y'all talk about, you know, type deal. And then he's like, shit, I'll talk to any of them. So they might spark up a conversation on social media. Like, and if you and your homegirl are not solid enough with each other to be like, okay, you can have him or, you know, Mm -hmm. whatnot, then... A lot of times that can be, but that's superficial relationships. Like me and my friends, I have some pretty friends and niggas have wanted to talk to both her and I and try it in different ways. And we'll talk to each other like, girl, you see, we'll even show the DM to each other. Like, oh, would one of you guys pick? I'll take him. No, because half of the time, one of us have already talked to, you know, and I'd be like, oh, you trying to get after we already had our small world yeah but it most of the time it's like on some like it wasn't even that deep half the time we ain't even met in person like you know we definitely ain't fucked ain't had no intimate relationship niggas be hollering at chicks like they don't know anybody (laughs) 
<laughs> it's crazy. Like we we holler at girls like they're farmers, all on individual farms, and they right. don't like. It's so funny. Like the, most of these, most of the chicks are like Venn diagrams. If they don't cross with each other, they cross with somebody that they know. <laughs> right. And it's such a small world. Like niggas just be like, <laughs> everybody grunts. <laughs> And some of the niggas be like married and shit. That shit right. wild as fuck. And I I be like, oh, because I have a group. There's another a group of ladies um who are popular. Oh. Wow. Really? We kind of said the same thing. I s no, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> um, and the same dudes will try to get at all of us. And so these guys have been put into the group chat of who has he tried to talk to you? Has he tried to talk to you? Has he tried to talk to you? Not their number in the group chat. No, just not talk- the number. Oh, the, like, the, 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 the name. The name. Like, oh, have you talked to this guy before? And, you know, I'll go look at my DM and be like, oh, yeah, he slid. He slid before, but I these never talked to him. These are Hollywood friends, I'm assuming. <laughs> <laughs> the ones um, who knows where all the parties are <laughs> I'd be like, he slid, but I never talked to him. So if you're interested, go go ahead. You Y'all know? be like, Meek Mills but, is that story tonight. Like paparazzi? No, no not that. <laughs> not that kind. That's a different friend group that'd be like, Ray oh, such Shrimmered such on Hollywood. No, this is such and such slid in my DMs to talk to me. Have you ever dated it's him? It's a group chat specifically for that? Y'all or, don't be putting memes and stuff in there? No, it's not for memes. It's only if, for nigga hunting. If it's not nigga hunting, it's nigga making sure, yeah, that we not dealing with like the same dude. Interesting. And so I'll be like, or nope, never, never. He's never tried I hope to talk I'm to me. Hopping in these group chats, like no, you you really Pat, don't want to be Pat. Hell yeah, I had him like a a, a Squirtle first edition. Bap. Wow. I don't really. As I, as I said it, I don't think I want that. <laughs> I, I, that's why I, I was just gonna let you go with it because I'm like, yeah, I don't think you. I mean, a lot of guys do want to be to say, but yeah. he was a sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He was. That ain't part of the combo, right? <laughs> it's just, have you dated this guy? Has he tried to talk to you? Do you want to date him? If the answer is no to all of those, then... A lot of friends would be still together if they had that group chat. Yeah. This person says, when they act different as soon as men come around, pisses me off. Now, niggas do that too. And when niggas act... Like, when it's a whole different personality when chicks come around, can't really trust that person. Mm Because they will definitely do some behind-the-scenes shit if Mm -hmm. they'll do some open stuff. Mm -hmm. Always in drama or conflict with someone... I don't need that kind of energy around me. I, I I don't talk to a lot of people who have a lot of beefs. Yeah, I don't. I, I used to have those friends, but ultimately, guess mm-hmm. what ended up happening? The inevitable. It turned on you. Yep. Yep. I had a friend where I always had to. I always had to explain her personality to people. And it was like. Oh, before they came through? Either before or after. She's cool. You just got to know her. Yep. 
she's she's just, she's a little intense you have to but not know them first she, her, her, her heart is in a good place you know like you know what that means that means mean i was stuck it. with them in like a school or work situation so i had to get to know them <laughs> but for everybody else your personality is an advertisement it's like a f- mm-hmm. trial like a free trial do you want more mm-hmm. if that shit sucks why would i subscribe to the the the, the, mm-hmm. the personality and then then start liking it like it was telling me like don't bring her around Oh, like, you I do would not get... want to be the don't bring them around friend. Yeah. I honestly can't stand friends who can't be honest without being mean and hide behind it's tough love and mm. this is who I am. It's basically what you were saying. Mm-hmm. It makes me not want to share things with you. And if I can't share things with you as my friend, then what are we even doing? She also sounds like she doesn't take criticism. She doesn't. Um, being a mean girl. An obsession with having, uh, with receiving male validation, mm, not standing nice. up for me in the presence of people talking badly about me, Ooh. talking badly about me yourself, hitting on the person I'm romantically involved with, stealing from me, generally being a shitty person. Those were the female versions of some pretty valid ones, especially mm-hmm. stealing. Like stealing is just like, oh, you trife. You uh-huh. trife. Hitting on the person that I'm romantically interested in. That's tough. Mm. I mean, that's stealing (laughs) (laughs) or trying to steal. Um, And then the last one, when you're never wrong and you want to victimize yourself every single time. I can't. I think accountability is probably number one Mm -hmm. because there are some things that are really friendship breakers to me that depending on the, the level of intensity, accountability could still... You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. damn man, I'm I, I I stole twenty dollars, but I'm I'm so sorry I did it. I really really needed it, and I was too embarrassed to ask. It could it could salvage could a lot. That. Yeah, yeah. It, you can, but, but when it's, somebody's just like, nope, 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 it doesn't even have to be that. towards you. Mm-hmm. You could see them doing it to other people and be like, ah, this person's mm-hmm. never wrong. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that that was this episode because we did a lot of episodes today when we were talking about growth. Mm-hmm. And just being able to stop for a second and review what your own behavior and be like, oh, damn, I was tripping or I am mm-hmm. tripping or I am wrong or he's he, he or she was wrong about this, but I was wrong at this part. When you just kind of just like, nope, not my fault, not my fault, not my fault, not my fault. Mm-hmm. Some people live their whole life like that. Mm-hmm. And Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg and cheese McGriddles? And a breakfast cutoff. Ba da ba ba ba. Those are the the shitty old people who are still. Like <laughs> I've I've been fortunate enough to be able to review. Yeah, review my my part in any situation and be able to say, you know, I fucked up or I did this or, you know, and I mean, it's gone over well for me. Um. I have a couple of relationships in my past that I would love to sit down and talk to that person about what really happened. Um, Because a lot of times people fall out for miscommunication, Mm -hmm. like them thinking one thing when it totally wasn't that Mm -hmm. at all. Um, And situations could be salvaged just by talking about it. You know, um, but I've had I've had a, a a friend where and this let me know, like, this is a red flag. I mean, if they always have a problem with other people and they can't explain it, 
They can't explain mm. why. Oh, it's just their energy, or I just don't. Energy isn't I've, a good one for you. No, like I had a friend, and she had an attitude. Damn everybody and then ultimately like I couldn't take her nowhere so it was like she got mad at me and said oh well you only you only asked me to go to the whack parties you know you don't take me to the you know celebrity parties you go to to the popping parties you go to and I'm like well you don't like any of my other friends so I have to take you to the other stuff. I can't take you anywhere that I get invited to because you're not going to like the person that invited us. Hmm. You know, I, I, we went out with a good friend of mine. She's the sweetest person in the world. And at the end of the night, nothing bad happened. At the end of the night, she was just like, I don't like her. Oh, and I was like, why? She was like, I can't explain it. I don't know. I just, I just, it's just something about her that I don't like. And I had never heard that about this girl. And I was like, what? Like, I've known this girl for 15 years. We've never had a problem. She's amazing. Like, what do you mean? And so ultimately she fell out with me because, you know, I really don't know why. Honestly, I, I, I didn't either. It, she couldn't explain it. Uh, <laughs> right. When I think about it, just she just stopped answering her. my calls, you know. And all I knew was that she wanted to go to different parties, but I couldn't invite her because that she didn't like that's nobody. Why, that's and why nobody she was liked her. her. Right. She wanted, like, that's, that's, that kind of stuff is crazy. Like, when it's just like, first of all, that's a weird sentence. Like, you don't invite me to the high-end parties. That, yeah. That's always like... The popping a, parties. Mm, okay. And then they they fall out with you when you stop. It's like, oh, okay, that's why you were... That's why you were around. Uh, right, because you wanted to go. But I genuinely, like... I looked past the attitudes, you know, to see... I always try to find the good in people. So... I've had friends... The friends where I've had to explain their personalities because I see the good past the bad because I definitely see what other people see right. you know I'm not blind to it but it in the past didn't bother me as much I'm like look everybody deserves to have people who can meet them where they're at and befriend them where they are in their growth <laughs> journey mm -hmm. you know so I looked at it like that. And now I'm just like, you know what? That's something you're going to have to do on your own. So if I... If, you can't just be explaining your friends to everybody. And honestly, once I wasn't friends with them anymore, life got a tad bit easier. Like That's the hard part is like when you know that somebody that you're cool with is like negative and kind of bringing you down and you're just like, man, but it's my friend. Mm -hmm. And then something happens and it's like, you don't talk to that person and you feel the difference. It's mm -hmm. just like, yeah, that was that was some bad energy right now. Mm -hmm. Well, I think I have a fact that you're going to absolutely just love. Okay. You ready for it? <sighs> All right. Got the jugs ready. Around the 4th century BC, an ancient Greek prostitute named... Fierny, Fern, Fern, P-H-R-Y-N-E. Okay. 
dodged a death sentence by bearing her breast to an all-male jury, asserting that it would be sacrilegious to destroy something so divinely beautiful. Destroy as in taking the titties out? As in killing her. Oh, she said destroying me destroys these titties. Yes. And they were like, Come on, titties, saving the death sentence! (laughs) Non-guilty. That's crazy. I mean, we were just talking about a a, a (laughs) man-dominated world. That sounds like a woman uh, dominating. (laughs) I wonder why she was on death row. Let's see. For being a smooth talker. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know why she was on. titty strangler. She was strangling people with her bazoombas. <laughs> the big poswankas. big zazingas. <laughs> Get a load of those maningas. tinkas. <laughs> That's what the jury was saying? Jumbinkas. Whoa. Hey, man, get a, little, get a load of those zagagas. <laughs> <laughs> big old swampas. <laughs> Not guilty. The judge had a boner in his robe. <laughs> bricked up. Everybody's bricked up. Like, all Everybody right. Bricked up. You're right. We don't want to destroy those bazambas. <laughs> <laughs> all right. My fact. It's along the same lines. Kind oh, of. Shit. What do you think a penetration party is? Ew penetration party somebody said come on down this saturday night to the penetration party we we would love to have you i'm not i'm not going what would you wear if you did go what would i wear a strap to the penna party i'm wearing a strap if i'm going well get this you'd be (laughs) underdressed penetration parties are events where safe cracking enthusiasts meet to practice and refine their craft Oh, so we breaking into safes? Breaking into safes. And you pulled up with a shrong. I'm pulling up with a big cock. I thought, (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I thought safe cracking meant you were robbing the place. Because if you don't know the, the, if you don't know the the combination to the safe, you're stealing. Right. So that's crazy that they can have, you can have a con, a robber con. (laughs) <laughs> a a sleuth, sleuth cella, <laughs> but they meet up. They'd be like, "Like, oh, how do you how are you breaking the new safe one thousand? They're like, that "Yeah, you got to do the, you got to crack it like this." And they're like, "Okay, yeah, you want to go so, to a different type of penetration party for teaching me that?" Right. Taking them to the. <laughs> how many people do you think showed up confused? I don't think anybody showed up confused. I hope not. It's probably a. I hope not. They got to know that it's they, a funny yeah, word. Yeah. They would have to know, like... They're probably in on it. Yeah. I would hope joke. so. I, I would hope they wouldn't go off of the knowledge that I had when you presented the fact to me. Right. If they gone off of nothing, then they're showing up with anklets and... and anklets. <laughs> with anklets and nothing else. Uh, showing up just with, in just an ankle is crazy. Um it depends on the flyer, three. too. You think there's flyers? There's probably, like, penetration party and, like, a safe and, like, what are those doctor things? <laughs> <laughs> the things uh, that the stethoscope? The stethoscope. No. And the dude with the shiesty on like this. Right. Pull up to the penny party. Are they just, like, Inspector Gadget? All right. Well, go, go Gadget. This has been another episode <laughs> of Thick Threads. I've been your co-host, Patrick Cloud. 
Go, go, gadget, penetrate. We will see you at the penetration party next week. And I'm Persephone. You didn't do that part? Nope. You should have just not did it. Oh. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) The cadence was all off. (laughs) And I'm Persephone. (laughs) If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.